0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Experiencing Life podcast. If you're new here, my name is Gwendolyn Nace and I'm so glad you joined us today. How are you guys? It's good to be back with you all for another Let's Chat episode. I've missed you guys. I feel like it's been ages since I've been on here, um, so we'll get right into it. But a quick life update before we get into things. Life has been crazy busy on my end. So, as you know, our family was in Mexico for two weeks, and we got back last weekend. So, coming home, I was anticipating having a nice reset week, but yeah, I came back to one hectic life. So, to give you a rundown, my parents have a huge plan for the yard at the house. So, taking out all the grass, putting in an irrigation system, planting a bunch of plants, um, building a patio and a fire pit. So, a bunch of things. So we had a few different crews here tearing up the yard throughout the past week. There's also someone scheduled to come fix shower tiles inside of the house, and all of this started on Sunday while we were at the airport in Mexico. So we are waiting to get on the plane and we get a notification on our phones that the alarm system's not working. So it turns out the Wi-Fi or the cable was cut to the house, which meant the Wi-Fi was down the alarms The TVs obviously wouldn't work all that stuff so (laughs) The Wi-Fi was fixed uh, when we got home pretty quickly So that wasn't that big of a deal, but there are a lot of people just in and out of the house every day And I also dog sat gabe's dog toby this past week. So there were just a bunch of little things that we had going on. And of course, things just kept popping up. It was like domino effect. Um, That's how life goes, right? So surface level, that was basically what happened. Um, I did not have the week that I was anticipating, but so life goes, it was nice to get back into my gym routine at my home gym and tracking my food. It was also my granddad's 95th birthday this past Thursday, so we took him out to dinner to celebrate. So there were some highlights, but yeah, that's not even half of what happened. It was just a crazy week. But life doesn't always go the way that we envision, right? So it's okay. We are here. We persist. We move on. We all love a relaxing vacay. When I went to go on vacation, the beach is always top on my destination list, especially the Florida Panhandle. The Florida Panhandle is rated one of the world's best vacation destinations, known for its clear blue water, white sugar sands, and unique architecture. There are so many activities along the Panhandle for families and people of all ages, not to mention the insanely delicious restaurants. I am a big seafood girly. I love my shrimp and oysters, and some of the best I have ever had has been while visiting the Panhandle. Looking for a rental property can be stressful, but my family always chooses Octopus's Garden. Located on 30A in Santa Rosa Beach, this four bedroom, three and a half bath house can host up to 10 people, perfect for a family reunion or a girls trip. It is in a community with two pools and a hot tub less than a mile from the beach and comes with a golf cart and bikes. Also, all of the canvas prints in the house are actual underwater photos taken by the owners, which is super cool. You can find Octopus's Garden on all vacation search engines like Airbnb, VRBO, Expedia, and Booking.com. That is Octopus' Apostrophe S Garden and book your next vacation today. Website is linked down below in the show notes. A huge thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring today's episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service and it's 100% online. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy and BetterHelp will match you with the right therapist for you from their network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists. You can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, video, or phone call. You can also message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions whenever it's convenient for you. Also, if your therapist isn't the right fit for you for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from an in-office therapy, but with a therapist who has custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Experiencing Life. That's BetterHelp.com slash Experiencing Life for 10% off your first month. Alrighty, so let's chat, shall we? As you can tell by the title, this week we're going to talk about confidence, comparison, and competition. Now, confidence is something that I think we all struggle with regardless of age or gender, and I think it can be affected by a wide range of things like how we are raised, challenges we face in school or work, our friend circle maybe not fitting in. I think In high school, it has more to do with our friends and feeling accepted, but in college and after college, it's more so about your work and your career and your job and your studies. But being confident can be a struggle. And of course, obviously, I've never lived in past times, so I can't 100% say, but I think it's harder now for people to be self-confident and have high self-esteem than it has ever been before. Because... Like think about it, you scroll on your phone and see person after person with the career you want or you wish you had the perfect relationship, the perfect apartment or house, the perfect skin, perfect body, and subconsciously what happens, we begin to wish we were them to whatever extent and tear ourselves down. We begin to wish we had their job and their relationship and their body or whatever it may be. And I know in high school, (laughs) my friends would hang out and post pictures of themselves together hanging out, but I was never invited, which killed me. It made me so sad. And so this way of thinking, wishing we were other people and becoming jealous, thinking we don't fit in, thinking we're doing something wrong since we aren't like these people, it kills our confidence because instead of being satisfied or if I take it one step further, happy or grateful for who we are or where we are and what we have, we tear ourselves down. And this way of thinking leads to comparison and competition with other people. Now let me go into further detail about these two words because I don't think they necessarily have to be negative all the time. For example, my cousin Samantha, she's like, my go-to example. Sorry, Sam. But I love her to death. She's one of my best friends and she's also family, obviously. She's a lot of traits that I admire and look up to, one of which is her dedication to the gym and living a healthy lifestyle. I love when her and I go to the gym together because we both push each other, or at least she pushes me. I can't speak for her, but like if she goes up in weight, I will. If she does two more reps, I will. And both of us, like if we're alternating on the same machine, we'll try to sneak in more weight on the other person. Um, but I say all of this because I feel like if she can do it, if she can do one more rep, if she can go up, then so can I. And obviously I can't let her beat me, right? But it's all friendly and positive competition. Like it, we push each other, you know what I'm saying? I think this goes for relationships too. So I'm in a relationship, and some of my friends are also in relationships. Some of my friends live with their boyfriends. Some don't plan on living together until they're married. Some are long distance. Some travel more together. Some text all day every day, and some just talk on the phone at night. You get what I'm saying. But just because other relationships look different than yours doesn't mean either party is necessarily wrong or, in quotes, like, moving too slow you're all just completely different people. Therefore, you build completely different relationships together. And that's not to mention, you know, the perfect, the, pic- the picture-perfect relationships that are plastered all over Instagram where we have no clue what is going on. I'm not saying that everything's a fraud and they're lying, but we don't exactly know, right? So why... Are we comparing our relationships to other people or comparing ourselves to other people? Now, if it's friendly competition, then I think that's a good thing. Like Sam and I, I think that's great. And I love going to the gym with her because A, it's more fun to go with her or with someone in general. But B, we push each other and she makes me do better. But... You get what I'm saying is that a competition can be positive, but only if we make it positive. You know what I'm saying? I think comparison and competition can bleed into careers as well. Right now we're at a time in our lives that not everyone is doing the exact same thing anymore. So we were all in, in um we were all in elementary school, lost my word. We're all in elementary school and then we all went to middle school and then we all went to high school and then After high school, people spread out and we all took different paths. And so now at this point, some people are still in school, some people are not. Some people are working on their second degrees, grad school maybe. Some people have finished that second degree, grad school. Others have decided not to go for a second degree. Some people have started their careers and have been in their careers for the past six years. Some people are struggling to get started with their careers, and some are still trying to figure out where they want their lives to take them. So all of this is to say that, yes, there can be positive competition with other people if you make it positive for yourself. But looking at the opposite side, if we view our friends and the people that we see on social media and we compare our lives to theirs and think, my relationship doesn't look like that. My career doesn't look like that. I'm not in this school and just tear ourselves down because we look different. That's obviously not healthy, A, and B, tears down our confidence. So there are a few tips that I have for you to improve your self-confidence. These are all things that I do to become more confident in myself. So let's go through this list. Number one, find a self-improvement activity that you enjoy. So for me, it's a gym, but maybe for you, it could be a sport or running, Pilates, I don't know, dancing, Zumba, maybe it's reading or painting or something completely different. I don't know, playing cricket, I don't know. But find a hobby that you enjoy and make more time for it in your schedule because doing a hobby that you love, that you are good at. And that you can keep improving is going to improve your self-confidence. Number two, take a social media break. I did sometime in high school until when I opened my Instagram account for the podcast. I didn't have it for a while. I want to say like six, six years maybe. But it just wasn't doing me any good. I just kept feeling bad about myself. I kept comparing myself to other people. I would see my friends hanging out where I wasn't invited, like I said, so I just got rid of it all together. I was like, all right, I this isn't bringing me any good, so goodbye. And I wasn't planning on not having it for as long as I did, but I genuinely just didn't miss it. And it was kind of funny because people would say to me, oh my gosh, did you see so-and-so did this? Or did you know that so-and-so is back dating so-and-so? Did you see their picture together? I can't believe it. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, um, nope. <laughs> and I kind of lived in like this oblivion in a sense. And it was kind of pretty nice. Um, obviously I don't think social media can always be bad, but I think just like anything, there are negative sides to it. So, maybe taking a break would be best for you if that is something you struggle with. And it doesn't have to be for the next five years, you can't touch it, but maybe like only go on it at night if you don't want to be that extreme or delete it for a week or just delete the app off of your phone. Um, another thing you could do, number three, if you don't want to take a break is to just go through who you follow on your accounts, Instagram, TikTok go through your Snapchat friends, I don't know, whatever you use, Facebook. Go through the accounts that you follow and if you follow people or influencers or friends that don't make you feel good about yourself, that aren't posting content that you agree with or that you enjoy, just unfollow them. Have a little social media cleaning session because you know you can always go back and find them again and follow them again in the future, but maybe it would be best for you to Distance yourself from the things that you don't want to see. And I remember in high school, unfollowing people was how you would, like, on the low, tell someone that you're mad at them, like, just unfollow them. <laughs> it's so goofy to think about now. But if you follow, say, an old friend, if you follow them, maybe you're not as close anymore, and you Get upset every time you see a picture that they post or they post content that you don't agree with, and you unfollow them and they get mad at you for unfollowing them. Then, I mean, is that someone that you want to be close with? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of like your friend group. Like, you want your friend circle to be people that you look up to and admire. You are the average of all of your closest friends. So if you have that one person in your circle that's bringing your average down, thinking theoretically here, do you actually want to be friends with them? Do you want them to be close to you? Do you want to see their stuff? Like if you don't want to see their their content, then why put yourself through seeing their content if it makes you upset Just because you're afraid of them being mad at you for unfollowing them, but you don't want to follow them in the first place. And you don't want them in your close circle in the first place. Do you get what I'm saying? I hope that makes sense. I feel like I'm talking in circles, but we don't want to consume content that doesn't make us better people, right? We're all trying to be the best we can be. We're all trying to improve. So have a little social media cleaning session for yourself. Now, last but not least, (laughs) Number four is to clean. You know me. Cleaning is always the solution. Are you upset? Clean. Are you mad? Clean. Are you happy? Clean. Uh, That's just how I am. I don't know. But you know the drill. A clean space is a clean mind. So reset your space. Completely deep clean your space. Go through your closet and only keep clothes that make you feel good. Only wear things that make you feel confident. Go through your fridge and pantry only eat foods that make you feel good, whole foods. You know, I, it's incredible the difference I feel like after I eat. We went out to Longhorn for my granddad's 95th birthday, literally so good. I love steak. And after I ate, I was just like, oh my God, I'm so full. I felt like a tick, like about to explode. I was so full. The difference in how I feel when I'm eating foods like, a fat longhorn steak with sweet potato versus a home-cooked meal. I mean, you just feel so much better when you're eating better. So go through your fridge and pantry and get rid of the foods that do not make you feel good. Only eat foods that make you feel good. Trust me, it works. So I want you guys to try these things. Even if you don't feel like you're struggling with self-confidence, maybe they'll... Improve your confidence even more. Who knows? I want you to try some of these things. Keep the friendly competition if it's positive competition for you. Find a hobby that you enjoy and make time for it in your schedule. Take a social media break or do some account cleaning up and clean your space. A clean space is a clean mind. So that concludes this week's episode Make sure you stay tuned next week because I will be hosting another giveaway for the spring because spring is coming up. I'm so excited. My, <laughs> that was kind of nice. I feel like I'm singing. Um, my mom got me some peony seeds and I'm going to plant some peonies out back. Can't wait. Favorite flower. I It's kind of interesting because they're my favorite flower, but I've never like actually seen one in real life. I'm just <laughs> seen pictures. I know I'm crazy, but I can't wait to plant them. And for warm days and cool nights and for new blooms outside and everything to be green, can't wait. So stay tuned next week. (laughs) Back to what I was saying, stay tuned next week for another giveaway for spring. I am going to be working on resetting my space for spring, doing a spring reset kind of deal. So I'm going to share exactly what I do with you guys next week, so make sure you stay tuned for that, and I will see you guys next Monday. Have a great week. Bye.